people, welcome to the Good Talk Podcast, where we remind you of the joy of life, the love of God, and the possibilities that lie ahead. Pete and Jordan here with episode 81. Before you turn the page on this year, I can't wow. believe it's already the end of the year. I know. That freaking flew. That's nuts, really. Yeah, it really flew. And it was also very slow at the same time, because most yep. of this year I had a really tiny baby. But yeah, you did. I'm excited yeah. about this episode. Um, because I'm actually going to take you guys through um, kind of a mental exercise that mm-hmm. I take my coaching clients through. I know, yeah. You were telling me that you take your clients through this. I'm like, ooh, sneak peek into the yeah. exercises you do. In fact, that's the only exercise that I have all of my clients go through every year. Right, because the other ones are kind of custom based yep. on what they're going through. Yeah, yep. that's cool. I'm excited. Um, yeah, I love it. it. It could be a huge game changer for some of you as you start to – Think and dream and plan for 2023. That's good. I'm excited. Yeah. I need it too. Um, before the new year, though, it's Christmas. I know. Finally. For those watching on YouTube, they know it's Christmas. They can yeah. see. Oh, my gosh. Hey, that tree, right? I don't know if you can. Can they see the tree? No, but behind. not everyone can see yeah, the tree Yeah, I think they anyway. can see that. Okay, maybe. Yeah. We have a tree for those who aren't watching. Yes. And it, we cut it down on the farm. Yep. Cut it down. I love that. It's not perfect. No, it's not perfect. And be honest. What did we do to it? No, I'm not yep, disclosing that honest. on this podcast. So I had some extra like pine that I was decorating with, <laughs> and we like shoved it in some of the, <laughs> the holes. There were a couple it had gaps. A really, yeah. When you grow your own trees, like it's hard because they don't get the same sun that you know a Christmas tree farm would have. And Where they're spaced they're, out, they're going up against like that. other trees, so yeah. it kind of stunts its growth on certain sides. So we like fluffed ours a little bit, but yeah. hey, you know, you do what you got to do. You do, and it's free. Yeah, it's well, free. Kind of free. Yeah, that's pretty free. It Not probably, free of it labor. It cost me about thirty cents for the actual seedling, mm-hmm. and then seven years of labor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know if it's worth it. Anyways, um, Pepper's been so cute uh, this year. Obviously, she still has no idea what's going on. Yeah. She just loves lights, loves Santa. She calls him Ho Ho. Ho Ho. But is the sweetest. She, she goes Ho Ho. It's always a Ho Ho. It's so ho. precious. Anyway. Super cute. And she got her picture made with Santa. And that she went did. extremely well. Yeah. Considering last year she threw up all over Santa. This year she just kind of sat there and didn't smile or cry, which I was fine with. I thought she was going to absolutely lose it, being scared and crying of Santa. Um, but she did great. She just kind of sat there. I've got to post pictures because I haven't done that yet. Ooh, but I want to um, post it. Can I post it? You can post it. Yes. Um, but anyways, yeah. So that was really cute. Pete's like trying to make me do the elf thing, um, mm-hmm. which again, it's fine. I thought you'd love it because of the, the arts the and elf crafts comes, that go along with it. The elf comes um, to kids and he hasn't come to our house yet because Pepper's so little. Yes. Um, but he's trying to, you know, get Pepper to acknowledge uh, the elf and she has no idea and you're still making me do it. So yeah. I'm. Were you winking at me because there's kids of all ages that listen yes. to this podcast? Okay, I got you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, so. I am super <laughs> excited. You just ruined it by calling that out. No, Anyways, um, but yeah, I'm I'm just like having so much fun this year, and I know it's only going to get better and better and better with Pepper. So I'm just like living my full Christmas life with a baby right now. It's so yeah, fun. It's pretty fun. Yeah, good stuff. I love it. All, All right, right, you want to dive in? Yeah, this? I want to. I want to hear about the okay. next year stuff. So. I call this the end of the year exercise. What I call it with my clients, and I'm and and again, obviously with a client, this is a little different because we're diving pretty deep into this. I'm just going to kind of give you guys a quick overview and take what you want. You know, I mean, I, I obviously can't personally coach everybody. Yeah, and uh, I often say there's two ways you can work with me for free, 
which is this, <laughs> yeah. or a lot of money. Yeah. So, uh, but so we can't take a real deep dive, but I can at least give you an idea of what this exercise is like. And I really encourage everybody to do this because I, you know, we talk a lot uh, on this podcast, and I talk a lot to my clients about this whole default versus design life. Mm-hmm. And most people are living a default life; they're just reacting or responding to the events, the circumstances, the people, the opportunities that come up right in front of them. Uh, in the default life, it's not a bad life, but it's often a somewhat mediocre life. But there's also this option of a created life or design life where you intentionally seek to create the life that you really want for yourself, for your mm-hmm. family. And so uh, if you're going to live a design life, reflecting back on the course of a year is extremely important mm-hmm. before you move forward onto the next year. And what I have found, and most of you would probably agree with me if you're listening to this right now, is that over the course of a year, 365 days, life has a way of handing you a lot of lessons mm-hmm. over the course of a year. The problem is because of the speed of life that the vast majority of us live at these days, um, you either completely miss the lessons that are there or you forget them. And so this kind of allows you to not you know, miss an entire year's worth of lessons and the things that life tends to teach you over the course of a year, right? Uh, which are really important when you're going into the next. So some quick tips before you dive into this, if you choose to dive into this. The first is this. I'd block out at least two hours to kind of go through this. I tell uh, my clients, go somewhere interesting if you can. If you live near a beach, go out to the beach, you know, or a park or a hotel or a really nice restaurant, some somewhere that's kind of inspiring for you, wherever mm-hmm. that might be. Turn off your phone, work through the questions. And the fifth tip or instruction, that I, I think this is the most important, is be prepared for an insight that shifts everything. Hmm. Uh, that, that The mental preparation going in is be prepared for a shift that changes everything. Because listen, if you're reviewing your past year, plus reviewing your present, plus starting to dream about your future, there should be some kind of major insight. And if you're, if there's not, you're not digging deep enough. I also kind of like, it feels like you're essentially not manifesting, but you're creating that expectation. It is the expectation. So it's like you, you're working through it with the expectation that you're going to discover a shift, which may make you more likely to actually find that shift. Absolutely. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. So the first section focuses on the past, okay? Okay. I had to put my reading glasses on, oh, sorry. <laughs> All right. So I, what I say in the exercise is look back over the past 12 months, review your calendar, review your bank account, review your journal if you keep one, right? And start working through these questions. I'm not going to hit all of them, but I'll, I'll hit a vast majority of them. First question is what are you most proud of personally and professionally? So kind of starting by looking for something positive. So separately, like professionally and personally? Yep. What are you most ones? proud okay. of? professionally and personally what was the hardest thing you had to overcome that's the second question and what did you learn from it and and what i'm looking for there is trying to help people see that most human beings are unbelievably resilient and designed to overcome stuff most of us are overcomers but we forget the hard things we've overcome and so the next big thing that comes along seems so daunting right i was working with a client uh this morning and uh we were working through this and they have something coming up that's feels big to them 
Um, and, and it is big because it feels big to them, right? But we were also talking about things that they had overcome. And he had never told me this, but like 10 years ago, he had to declare complete bankruptcy. Mm. And I mean, they literally came and took his car out of his driveway. Wow. Like he lost everything. And I'm, I'm sitting here as he's talking, I'm like, why have you not told me this before? Like, this huge. Yeah. You overcame that to get to where you are today? Like, and so when you see, I'm like, dude, you are an overcomer. Mm-hmm. Like, you really are. Like, you, you overcame that. Now, let's look at what this is that you're facing now because it's not that it's inconsequential, but it's not near as big as some of the stuff. Right. You know, you've done some hard things in your life. So I, I think that's a really important question for you to look at. Some others are what and who energized you the most? Mm. What and who are you still tolerating? So like what should be cut probably? Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. I, I encourage clients often to look uh, at the people that they're hanging out with, um, the hobbies that they're engaging in, the tasks that they're doing at work. And anything that gets below a seven out of a scale of one to ten, you're tolerating it. Mm-hmm. It's it, it and and listen, there's some things you have to yeah, tolerate. I was say, in so life. It, tolerating doesn't necessarily mean cutting. Correct. But it's just something that doesn't light you on fire. Right. And it's a it's a surefire way of starting to at least get a little more focus on what are some of the things that you may need to cut out of your life. The more things you have in your life that you're simply tolerating, the less energy you have to chase after the things that you've really been yeah, called and passionate about chasing after. Um what were one to three activities or habits that created 80% of your success, happiness, and health? So we're looking for a couple of the top habits that, that really created a lot of momentum for them. Uh, I talk about, or another question is, who were the three or five people that helped you produce 80% of your results? So think about your clients, your colleagues, your friends, your loved ones. Who were the people that really helped you move the needle in this past year? Uh, what were the one to three activities or habits that created 80% of your problems, unhappiness, or poor physical mental health? Hmm. Can you think of one activity or habit that created problems for you this past year? I feel year? like you're, you're telling me. No, I'm not. I'm, that was not a loaded question. I just thought I'd pause for a second. Uh, one habit that was not a positive one, essentially. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, I should have some of these questions before I could have I, I, that was it. an easy one for me to answer when it came down to the what's one to three activities or habits that created 80% of your problems unhappiness or poor physical mental health social media yeah for me mm-hmm. the amount I'm not saying the whole thing but the amount of time I spent on it uh, I think contributed to a large percentage of for me poor mental health hmm. yeah I I don't know that I can say the same. I, I definitely think I spend too much time on it, but in equal part, it has been the thing that has energized me through giving me like a creative outlet this year. Yeah. So it's hard because I, I, I think it's both for me. Yeah. But yeah, I'm sure I have a ton more. I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah, no, that, that's good. Uh, what goals did you not accomplish and what got in the way? I think it's a really important question to yeah. ask because sometimes uh, what you discover, you set a goal and you get into it and you're pursuing it and you, just, and you find out that that wasn't something you really wanted, so you just abandon it. Yep. Other times, you know, maybe you hit a little bit of resistance and you bailed on the goal. And looking back, you're like, I shouldn't have bailed on it. That's an important goal for me. I'm going to add that to next year. Yeah, I was just thinking about that this morning, actually, because I was 
just thinking about New Year's resolutions and we always go somewhere. We go to like a coffee shop or somewhere fun and set goals and we do it individually through different categories um, like financial, physical, you know, mental health, whatever. Um, and I said that I was going to get up every morning. I think I said at six mm. so that I was awake <laughs> a full hour. You did before. not do that. <laughs> So, you did okay, not. it wasn't that far off the mark, but I definitely didn't do it intentionally. But I said I'd get up an hour before Pepper so that I had an hour to myself because mm-hmm. she gets up at seven where I would like be able to study or read or clean or whatever and just to have that time before. But I get up pretty much, you know, 6.45 when Pepper's almost up. So yeah. I did not do that. But do you, yeah, you want to carry that over though to 2023 yeah, and well, say, I want to do that next yeah, year? Yeah, I do. But I said that last year. That's why I'm like, how do I like really make myself do it? And it's just obviously just discipline that I have to get better at with that specifically because I'm very disciplined when I see like immediate results from something. But mm-hmm. if it's something that's kind of wake up early just so that I can potentially read and learn something that inspires me, which I'm sure I know it would because I did this morning and I got up and I read, I was up early. I was creating things for, you know, socials and all that. And I was like, Oh, that felt good. Yeah. (laughs) But again, like, I don't know why sometimes it just takes so much for me to be disciplined. You want a tip on that will help you for tomorrow? An alarm. Yeah. And set it now. Set it now while you're motivated. If you wait until 10 o'clock tonight to set your alarm, you're going to feel tired and be and second guess it and be like, uh. Yeah. So you set it now while you're motivated. Okay. I'll do that. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, I'll move on. Uh, this is question number 10, if you're counting. Uh, <laughs> how are you different at the end of this year from 12 months ago? Ooh, yeah. Are we answering these? Uh, no, no, we don't have time. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's taking us several hours. I don't know how many. Do you want to answer that. that one? No, it's just, I mean, I have, I have an answer for that yeah, one. That, I think that's an important one because, again, you know, we've talked about this before, the whole idea of gap and gain, and most people live in the gap, meaning they're measuring themselves against the idea, ideal, which means no matter how much improvement they get or how many things they accomplish, mm-hmm. they always feel like they're in the gap. Mm-hmm. Measuring yourself in the gain means that you measure yourself backwards from where you were to where you are today. Okay, And so this, this is a question that can really create a lot of momentum for people who are kind of ending the year feeling down because maybe they didn't hit all their goals. Mm-hmm. Maybe they didn't make as much money as they wanted. Like this, this, this helps them kind of get a little more focused on, oh, wow, like I did change. I did transform over this past yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, 11 was what coincidences, lucky moments, or miracles occurred this year? Miracles. Miracles. <laughs> miracles. Sorry, miracles. everyone. We're from the South. Yes, we are. I'm going to keep moving because we, okay. we're not going to have time to get to all okay. this. A 12 was what is the one thing that you spent money on that provided the most value? Then the next question is how did you waste the most money hmm. in this past year? Okay. And then I ended with what are you grateful for? That's good. And then, when I, and then there's a, another question that I end each one of these sections with, which I think is so important which is what are your top one or two insights? So it's like, hey, when you answer those 14 or so questions looking back on 2022, from those responses, what are your top one or two insights? What are the top one or two things that kind of jump out at you that are actionable that we can apply and learn from and apply it to the next year as we go into that? I think an, an extra step in this would be really interesting if you're like, if you're married or you have family, close family or friends is to ask someone else mm. what the difference they've seen in you. Um, in this past year, I think that is a really unique insight 
that sometimes we have a hard time seeing ourselves or sometimes we have a hard time looking at the answers and gaining an accurate insight because you still can be harder on yourself than anybody else. I think it'd be interesting. Like if I had asked you, what difference have you seen in me in this past year? Yeah. Oh, so you're going back to question 11 to that question. To the one you just said, what are your top oh, one, your or, top two one or two insights? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So like asking someone else what they're, what they perceive. Yeah. So they yeah. would look at the yeah. answers to your questions. Yeah. And or kind just of say, talk through you them. know, what really jumps out at me is this. Yeah. And, I like that. And I mean, I think, yeah, also going back to a, a, the few questions ago, just in general, how someone has perceived yep. your different. Yeah. I love that. So again, it's about, you know, you, you don't want to. You know, a lot of people say, well, I just want to focus on 2023. Why do we need to look back at this past year? But it's so important, right? Your past is not your past if it's still impacting your present. And uh, I think reflecting back on this past year, looking for those lessons, looking for those insights can really better inform you as you move into the next year. So we start with that section. That's the past. Then we move into the section that I call the present. And in this section, there's only four questions, but they are, what is your zone of genius? What's the thing that you're best at, essentially, right? That almost feels effortless to you. What's missing from your life and or business? Number three, what are you tolerating? Again, if an activity, a person, a habit in your life is, you know, below a seven, then you're tolerating it. Okay. Number four, what are your top one or three things on the list that you've been procrastinating on for weeks, months, or even years? <laughs> Laundry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep, for sure. No, that's good. Yep. So okay, so that's, that's a, the present. That's the present, which is probably, like, if you're going to skip a section, that would be the section Okay. To skip, although I wouldn't skip any of it. Of course. And then now, and again, we ask ourselves after that section, what are the top one or two insights? What are the top one or two things that kind of jump out at you about the present? present. And then we move into the future. And this is where everybody kind of wants to go. And this first question, I love it. I love asking clients this question. Okay. It's a great question. Imagine three years have gone by and there were the best three years of your life. What were the top one to three things that you accomplished that have given you a tremendous sense of pride, success, and happiness. Ooh, I like that. This is why it takes a couple hours, right? You got to put some thought into that, right? Mm-hmm. Imagining that three years have passed, and and you know, three years of your life have passed, and what were the top one to three things that you accomplished that gave you a tremendous sense of pride, success, and happiness? So it's like saying, what if, like, dream? Yes. Just dream, and what if, in three years, you accomplish those dreams? What does that look like? Yeah. Mm. what's interesting is if I were to ask somebody what are your goals for this year they would often be very different than the answers that people give me yeah. to where they would like to see their life in three years I like the three years too because yeah. to me that feels like I can make some tangible like it feels a little more realistic than if you asked me in 20 years or in 10 years I'd be like oh well I'd be you know you kind of almost it's almost more grandiose whereas three years is still very like practical and you can see it and I like it better than asking where you want to be at the end of 2023 because then they think a lot smaller Mm -hmm. so you get three years there's a longer timetable chances for more opportunities and things and they dream a little bigger I like it yep the second one was um what's your breakthrough goal so in other words if you were only allowed to focus on one goal next year, which goal would you be most likely to ensure that every other goal was accomplished? Even if you're not allowed, you see what I'm saying? Like, what's that one big goal that if you can only accomplish one thing next year, mm-hmm. what is it 
that yeah. you would want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. It kind of allows me to see where the priorities are. Yeah, that's good. Third question is, what do you want to, uh, I'm sorry, who do you want to be by the end of this next year? Hmm. And that's an important question, and it kind of goes with the next one, number four, which is what's one thing you want to start doing next year? Right, so who do you want to be by the end of next year? Is is focus more on who they are as a person? Yeah, right? and I also think that's a guiding light to what you say yes and no to. Absolutely, which ultimately should inform your goals. Yeah, it also helps me as a coach, and it will help you for those of you who actually go through and answer some of these questions to make sure that you're in alignment. Because mm-hmm. there's times that we would say, "Oh yeah, the one goal of all my goals, like yeah, I want to." I want to 5X my business revenue. Okay, it's great. Mm-hmm. And then you ask, who do you want to be at the end of next year? Well, I, I want to be someone who has a lot more quality time with my family. And yeah, like, I want to be a good... It, it, they don't line up. Exactly. So you got to make sure that your goals line up with the kind of person that you're also wanting to become at the same time. Yep, I think that's really important. Yep. All right, so number four was, what's one thing that you want to start doing next year? Number five is, what's one thing you want to stop doing next year? Number six is who in your life deserves more attention next year. Um, it's interesting. Hmm. Almost always with clients, it's their spouse. Mm. Yeah. Which is insightful. I mean, I, and, and again, a lot of my clients have kids as well. Some of them small kids. Um, but I found this. And you've probably found this in our marriage. We, we're not going to forego meeting Pepper's needs. We feel like you know, she's sure. a kid. We have to do that. But we could easily slide into the temptation of foregoing and meeting one another's needs. Right. Yep. Absolutely. And so that, I, I think that's an important question. It allows people to get a little more focused. Mm-hmm. And then the seventh one is what's one word or sentence that's going to sum up next year? Hmm. So what's one or, so a sentence that you think will sum up next year yep. or that you would, okay, okay. Yep. Hmm. With one word or sentence that's going to sum up next year for you. I think that would be a cool sentence to like write down on a sticky note and put it on your bathroom like mirror or something yeah. or just on your desk or something. Is Again, this like you are believing that it's going to happen. Yep. I like it. Yeah. Those are really good. I, and again, some of you are like, holy cow, that's like 30-something questions. Like that's a lot. And and I get it. And, you know, when you're asking really busy professional people for two or three hours to sit down and answer a bunch of questions about this past year, about the present, about the future. I think a lot of people will say, well, why, why would they do that? Because listen, becoming the kind of people that we want to become and living the kind of lives we want to live, you don't do that by default. Yeah. You don't drift into that. You create that. And mm-hmm. that takes intention. It takes reviewing your past. It, it takes you know, looking at your present and what you have in this moment. And it takes a really strong vision for your future. Yeah. And if you can't do those three things, look towards the past, assess the present, and dream about your future, you're never going to move, you know, from that default life to the design life. Yeah, that's so true. And I think you can even, maybe not, but can you do those at different times? Like I'm sitting here thinking I could do the past and then I need a break. <laughs> maybe Absolutely. the next day do the present and then Divide the next day up. do the future. Yeah, take as much time as you need to. Yeah. Um, 
but I, I think sitting down and doing it is kind of the first step that will really be able mm-hmm. to inform. That way, you get to January first, you know, and your, you know, your friend says, "Hey, well, what are your top goals this year?" Yeah. And and we all tend to rattle off the same things, right? Yeah. I want to lose a little weight. Yeah. I want to spend more time with my family. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I want to eat healthier. Yeah. And we again, that those are default goals. They're not bad goals, but they're for most people, they're just a default goal. They're just kind of repeating what they've been told in culture you should do when it comes to setting goals. But when you get really intentional and personal and look at your life, you can really customize your goals around the kind of person you really want to become. Yeah, and I feel like if you spend, you know, an hour or two on this exercise and it's 2023, you're like, okay, I'm going to make that time I spent on that actually worth it. Because if you don't, again, like if you just like, oh yeah, I want to lose weight or I want to do this. Again, like there was very little effort even put into the thought of the goals. So there's going to be little effort into the execution of the goals. So I feel like you're just setting yourself up for success with putting the time in. Um, And I don't know. It just like I want for everybody, for us, for anyone to feel this pride going into next year and at the end of next year and to get to the end of next year and be like, I did that. Like, what a cool yeah, feeling. Because, you know, there's some things this year I feel really proud of. And I'm like, I did that. And there's things that I didn't do. But I'm, I'm grateful I have those things that I can say, I did that. Yeah. And then I can take the, the confidence I feel with the I did that moment and put it towards the things that I didn't get to for the next year. Um, but I don't know. I just I want that for everybody to have that pride because that's such a exciting, energizing feeling um, that a lot of us miss out on because yeah, we didn't put the time in or really the intention in is the biggest thing I think. So it's really good. Um, if you're going through this, I have a lot of questions, probably 30 something or more questions. Um, I've done this on podcasts before that had like lists of things like that and just go through and listen to this, pause it after a question, do it, pause it after the next question, answer it, or you can write them down or whatever is easiest for you. But that'd be an easy way to kind of go through this podcast and actually make it actionable is to listen to it and then pause and get, you know have your time with the questions and stuff like that. That's really good. Yeah, I hope it's helpful. I hope you'll take the time at the end of this year. Uh, most of you listening to this, you've probably been through a lot in the past year. There have been some really high highs and probably some low lows probably some lessons in there that are obvious to you and maybe some that you've completely missed or forgotten. And, you know, no matter how you would describe 2022, I promise you there's a lot that you can learn from if you're just slow down long enough to ask some of these questions, reflect on them, and allow them to inform where you want to go next year. Yeah, that's really good. I love it. Um, well, next week we're doing a Christmas episode, so Woo-hoo. that'll be our last episode. Before I have no idea what that means Christmas. exactly, but it's gonna be Christmassy. Well, it's gonna be Christmassy. Like this was kind of like New Year, like kind of getting you set up for 2023, so you're ready. But since next week's closer to Christmas, we're gonna have something that feels a little Christmas. Is that when we're doing our big giveaway? You get a car <laughs> and you get a trip. No, but we have to wear Christmas PJs. Not that anyone listening oh, will wow. get the pleasure of seeing that, but I have a onesie that I am pumped to wear. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Done. Oh man. Thank you. That was super helpful. I'm actually gonna ask you for that printout and I'm gonna do it myself. I'm gonna give it to you right now, actually. Oh, okay, I'll set my alarm for <laughs> tomorrow morning. Um, all right. Thanks guys. Thanks for listening. I hope you're having an awesome Christmas season go do all the things you're never too old to go like look at the lights and drink hot cocoa and do all the fun things and make it extra special this year um and that was another good good talk. talk